everyone, and welcome to Scene Partners. <laughs> I wanted to match your energy. I was like, I made a different choice. <laughs> You're like a, a spooky Ooh, Scooby-Doo. Just for you. I could have got away with that intro, too, if it wasn't for those... <laughs> Metal and Christophanopoulos's. Oh, You're welcome. You know, it's like I started having a little too much fun listening to myself in the headset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, this is for me. This is not for you. Yeah, I knew exactly what was happening. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I do this all the time. Like when you're not in here. <laughs> when you leave, I just start playing around. <laughs> I don't know what it is about the like immediate go to the like, <laughs> like that sound. Yeah. Like, why is it that that is so much fun to do? I don't know, because I do that same thing, but I'm also trying to mimic Mark Hamill's Joker when I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I just, I, it's like an easy go to whatever. And know? I, and I don't watch the, the Batman cartoon thing. So I don't know why that is for me. It's just something I do. You're, I you're just kind of like dips into like that, that dick dastardly muttly. Like you have a good base. Oh yeah. And I don't have that. Like I, my voice is a little too high. To well, we can't have all the good stuff. You know, if you yes. had all the good stuff, I mean, then what would we talk about? That's fair. <laughs> then it would just be two bases the, in a room. The yin and yang. <laughs> that should be the name of the podcast for this episode. Two bases in a room. Two bases in a room making weird noises that no one actually wants to listen to. Yep. Hey, we haven't uh, we haven't done this in for a little bit. And we said that the last time, and I hate it whenever I repeat myself. I'm like, we're doing, we're just like, look at these things. We, we just haven't done it. Oh, we're talking about but little women again? No, no. Oh, okay. God, no. <laughs> um, we, but we, you know, we haven't really met in a hot second. It feels kind of good to be back in the room. That's true. Like, we haven't actually met in real life in a hot second either. That's true. So yeah. Um, this would be brand new information for us. For both of us. It is kind of strange to launch into conversations where I don't know completely everything because things have happened when I wasn't around. So That's it's like, true. what does he have to say? <laughs> Cause I normally can, what's sad is no one else could see my head movement. Well, with the, accompanied that song. It is a strange thing because I think this is the first time maybe in five years when, uh, and I may have mentioned this before about how we're going on this divergent path. Yeah. Cause normally we have done basically everything involved in theater together. I mean, outside of mm-hmm. when you do like children's theater, you're doing the summer programs and stuff like that, that we're not e- like doing every evening rehearsal together. Yeah. And it's such a weird and strange place to be. But and it's kind of awesome, you know, to be to a point where you can, where, where things, you know, you, you kind of are doing the same thing all the time. And so then you expect it. And yeah. I guess I just, of course, change is not easy, but I do really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Of just being like, oh, what is, what's going to happen? I'm so excited to see, like, you know, if I'm not there, then it's more of a surprise when I do get to see it. And so now it's like I get to have this new experience. Yeah. And that to me is super cool. Well, what was that like for you? Because it's the first play on rehearsal that you've yeah, so not you're directing Murder on the Orient Express, which is our first uh, play on theater production that's not directed by me. Right. And that I'm not in the room. The family's breaking up. The family. We're still going <laughs> to see each other on the weekend. Holidays. Every other weekend. Yeah. But um, but it is kind of cool that I just have visitation rights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, you can come visit whenever you like. Okay. Just like, just let us know. Give it a minute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But it is really cool. I mean, you know, it was very strange because when, um, you know, of course, maybe it was uh, subconscious, but I gave you the wrong key to the rehearsal space. Maybe that was just me <laughs> subconsciously being like, he still needs me. You need me, baby. I'm a to be there. You need Papa's me. Papa's going to let you in. <laughs> so I just like 
being able to show up and let you in the room was let me tell almost you how how long I tried that key. First, I was, oh, I I was like, oh, this key it's has never- to work. He sent it. He sent it was the key. It's not the key. <laughs> well, I don't know what I don't know. I don't know. I still don't understand why I gave that to you, but it is what it is. But like going in there and then you were setting up your space and I thought oh, I'm going to help him. And then I thought I should not be here. Like I'm already like <laughs> inserting myself. And if I continue to do this, then I'm going to not leave. Yeah. And that's not what I was going to do. So I, I just had to kind of like, all right, I'm going to go. You do you. I, okay. Bye. Yeah, Cause we're always normally intentionally helping each other do just about everything in life. And then it's so weird to like, leave you there. I, like, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna move three chairs. Feel a little uncomfortable, and uh, so I'm gonna say <laughs> goodbye. Um, but it is neat being able to be on the more like true producer side of things, mm-hmm. and just you know, be like, here are some things, and yeah. have fun, and we'll see what happens. And like going home at first, I thought that I was going to be really kind of freaked out and nervous and be like, oh, kind of bummed or whatever. Not tapping being your there. feet the whole time waiting for me to call you. But I just was I was just super excited the whole time. It was a very different feeling than I was anticipating having. I mean, I knew I was going to be excited because um, I was excited for you to have this experience. But being able just on the way home, I was like, man, this is so cool. Like I'm going home <laughs> and to play on theater rehearsal and production is happening and I'm not there, which yeah. is like kind of, it's just kind of a dream in a way. It's like, look, we we put in all this work. We got to this point where now things can happen when we don't necessarily have to be there. And we know that, you know, like the, the our vision of the way that we want the theater to be run, like we trust it so much with you as far as I know that like our views on the way rehearsals and way shows are aligned. So it's, mm-hmm. it, it just feels very safe. I'm like, all right, y'all have fun and enjoy yourselves. And I'll see you <laughs> right at opening. Yeah, <laughs> that's not true. But I mean, I, I mean, I will be, I'm not going to opening. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's when we want our, our yeah, friends we'll and family there. to be there to, uh, you know, support, support. us. Yeah. Um, it, 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 it has been so strange to me because I actually haven't done any real, I would say like just by myself directing since mm-hmm. I took a directing class in college. Yeah. Um, as far as the, here, we're going to stage this We're you know, we had the, we've had the cast for a while and then we walk in there and it is basically a blank slate and everyone mm-hmm. is standing there with their pencils expectantly. You, yeah. And then you think, and, and, and I was kind of telling you, I was like, it, it what if this is all wrong? What if I'm making the wrong choices? And I, you know, uh, we had our first rehearsal the, um, well, a Monday, whenever this airs, mm-hmm. um, we had our first rehearsal. And that night afterwards, I had like this nightmare of I'm making all the wrong choices. I'm making all the wrong choices, <laughs> but everything since then, even as far as blocking, because we've now built the world and the actors sort of trust the world that we've built it just sort of falls into place yeah. in a really cool way. And I thought, oh, this is so awesome. Mm-hmm. And people are leaning really into their characters already. And it's just, we're doing the blocking and and they're sort of get, and I, I'm, it's very exciting to see them sort of like start to buy into, like to oh, take your vision yeah. and have it take shape. Yeah. And so yeah. they, and they're understanding like, oh, well, he's already going to want me to cross. So I'm just going to mm-hmm. instinctively. And, and that's got to be so from your perspective, gratifying when you see people sort of taking the initiative in that yeah. way. And even behind the scenes, our stage manager, Samantha, writing down all the props or Amanda, who's also in the show doing the costumes has been sending me like all sorts of 
or, or I should say Amanda and Ashley are doing yeah. um, the costumes. They've been sending me all sorts well, of things. This is like their absolute favorite time period of yes. all time. <laughs> because what I think is so cool is just the experience of like Amanda has done a lot of our shows. I mean, she's done, she's been a part of in some way, Everything. all of our yeah. shows. Um, and she's such an integral part of our lives, but in, it's so cool having her and Ashley who are very close and they're both in the show together and getting to have that mm -hmm. experience. And Ashley hasn't really done very much, but Ashley in her real life job, she's a librarian and she's also a murder, like a published murder mystery writer. And it's just, she loves, I mean, yeah. obviously she loves murder mysteries is what she writes. And she loves Agatha Christie. And, and in my opinion, a very, this. a very accomplished and very <laughs> well written. It's like, so good. It was so, it's like such a breeze. Like her books are like, I don't mean that breezy as in like they're super light reading, but they're so like, I, I always want to move through the plot. Yeah. You just, you just keep, you, you don't want to put it down. You yeah. just keep moving. Um, no, I think that her, her stuff is absolutely brilliant. I loved it. Um, and you can get them on Amazon. Her latest novel, A Key of Deceit. Key to Deceit. Dang it. I was going to say two. And I think and the I, first I one is a Peculiar Combination. But she's also got... this series. She has some other ones. Yeah, she's got some other uh, uh, published novels and stuff. But it's so cool seeing... It is like, neat having her there. Yeah. And also just her perspective, like seeing how giddy she got at some of the stuff in the read-through when I was watching. Just like the, oh, this is so brilliant. Like the way that Agatha Christie has, mm -hmm. like, you know, put this all together. I mean, she was just such a good murder mystery writer. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'm, I'm super stoked to see how you guys tell the story. But the two of them, I was saying, is they're, they're like in love with this particular time period. Yeah. I think it's the same time period that Ashley sets a lot of her books in. And they're just so excited, like seeing them be like, can we, we've already got some ideas for costumes. Like, can we just run them by you guys? Can this be our thing? Like, yeah. Yes, it is. That <laughs> is all you. My thing was, please run away with this because I know nothing about <laughs> costuming. Like, just allow me to say no. Yeah. Or yes. Like, yeah, just basically. Give me that and everything else is cool. Amanda had sent me some things uh, to look at and she said, well, do you think this would be good for this character? And I said, well, doesn't this character do this? And it really mm -hmm. wouldn't make sense. And she's like, oh, good point. And then we like, we just moved on yeah, from that. Yeah, just having and, that collaboration. And it is so nice and freeing that I don't feel like for like me to say no, yeah, that I'm not like hurting her feelings in some sort of way that it's mm -hmm. like, no, no, we're trying to tell this story in the best way that we can collaboratively yeah and that's so satisfying too so interesting because people get so in their feelings with choices that they make whenever they're working in different aspects of the theater and i think it's just because you feel like oh well if this person said no to this then i'm wrong and wrong is negative like wrong yeah. is not a negative thing like you can make a wrong choice because it's more or less like it's not as an informed decision in this world yeah and it's you know that's not a bad thing. It's a good thing that we know like, all right, we're not doing that. We're going to find something else. Like I, I always think, why are you upset about knowing that this doesn't work? Mm -hmm. Like it, it's a good thing. Like we know it doesn't work. We're going to go and find the thing that does. Yeah. Instead of thinking, oh, well this doesn't work, but at least it's in there because I found it. <laughs> and I mean, I like it, but yeah. it doesn't work, but it's in there because we don't want anybody to get upset. I'm like, I just don't understand that. Like, isn't the reason why we're doing this the best show possible? Yeah. So I just, I don't know. It's just, um, that, that thing's always interested me, that side of people's egos, I guess. And it's, and it, and 
I guess for me looking at it, because art is always subjective with an objective, right? And if, and maybe I just have this different perspective altogether because it's like, if we're doing something and it's not working, then let's fix it. Let's do this in a way that is going to better convey the characters and the story and the plot and, Mm -hmm. and everything that we're trying to achieve with telling this story. And if, if that means like, for example, when we were doing um, To Kill a Mockingbird and we just kind of roll reversed, took it down a notch right there at the end, yours and my scene. And it was like, there's no ego. It's like, okay, yeah, let's do that. That oh, works yeah. so much we were, better. We were going through this particular scene and it just wasn't happening. Yeah. Like your your character was more emotional and angry than mine was. And I was more like introspective in yeah. a weird way. And it just was... The whole time I just kept thinking like, this is just weird. Well, we just kept feeding each other that energy. Well, and honestly, that was one of those things where we're in the show and it was like, we will figure this out. And obviously we should dedicate some time to it, but (laughs) I'm so worried about everything else. And so whenever it finally did click, it actually clicked because I I think it might've been Lexi was like, what are you going to actually do with that scene? Because that's not it. Right. And I was like, (laughs) yeah, no, that's uh, so nice of you to say, just thinking that that wasn't also working. (laughs) Um, But it is interesting how you can kind of start going down the wrong path and then you have to figure out a way to course correct. Yeah. But us just making a, an, a slight adjustment completely changed the trajectory mm-hmm. of the show, which was awesome. Yeah. I mean, I can't imagine doing that show without that last moment with you and I. But also like to, to I guess it's just finding the way that it actually does fit. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, you're saying that I remember working on a movie set one time and this sort of like AD had asked this sort of well-known and accomplished actor at the time. Um, did he know how to roll into a scene? Cause they were doing like a stunt. He was like falling down. And this dude looked at him <laughs> with just eyes of such hatred. Like this I have been Chris Kattan. No, no. Um, <laughs> I obviously wasn't asking if it was really Chris Kattan. I just, anyway, sorry. I've never met I Chris just, Kattan. Mm-hmm. I did barely even remember who he is. Um, Chris Kattan was yes, the guy from that. Oh. I, yeah. SNL. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll tell you, it was Dominic Purcell and this like nobody who was an AD or a, for, or a second AD, I believe, um, had basically asked him, can you just like roll into the scene? And <laughs> this dude looked at him like, you think this is the first time I've ever been on camera? Are you kidding me? Is the camera rolling or am I rolling? Yes. I, and I just thought, um, I mean, I probably wouldn't have said that to an actor who's yeah. been in major blockbuster pictures i i but he was just kind of like just saying can can you just do this and it was just like all the tension and the egos in the room sort of like swelled up it was like mm-hmm. oh we got to get out of here yeah gotta get out don't want to be a part it of is it. kind of amazing the that on a film set like the ego situation on a film set is so intense because mm-hmm. everybody is like status and it's like classist i am like better than you in everybody has their own tent Yes. So little like, did they know I was these the people best can't, extra they had. So <laughs> it's like these people can't eat our snacks. That's right. They have to go to that other tent where there are no snacks. We can only go to uh, what is the, the where they provide food? The um, craft. Craft. I can only go to craft services after everyone else, but mm-hmm. that's really the best time to go anyway. Oh, it's when they bring out the insanity. fruit snacks. 
It's insanity. <laughs> but I'm really excited for everything you got going on. And, um, you know, we, one reason why we haven't been doing this very much and we hadn't actually talked about it is that I took on a new job. You did? And I've been uh, trying to keep that under wraps. Yeah, I took on a new job. I wasn't expecting to take on a new job. Um, you know, a month before we had our first child and kind of rock my world. Yeah. Um, but you know, one of those life moments where you're, you're greeted with extreme opportunity and you just are like, all right, we'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess we're going to do this now because you don't get to, it just kind of seems like those things come at the right time, but yes. in the moment, is incredibly stressful. Well, yes, because you, it, in in the same way as directing, you always want to make sure that you're making the right choice yeah. for everything. Because well, now you can analyze everything. Yeah, there's no, but there's no more just Cody at stake. Yeah, and even if, like, say you made a mistake, like, well, you still have Lexi to help you, but now you have this new life coming into yours. I know, and you, you know, I don't think she's gonna make money for a while. I'm she's just gonna, gonna say, bleed money I for a while. Think that she's, I just don't see her like greeting up, being like, "Hey, mom, hey, dad, I'm gonna go get a job." I think um, <laughs> she should work in um, uh, lawyering. Oh my god, just really any anything. If she can do something that makes a lot of money, like if she could be a surgeon that plays the piano, mm-hmm. dear God. That would be amazing. Be like, I'm going to need you to go see your patients, and then you're going to come play music for us <laughs> for free. Um, and don't also donate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, but so I took over the Bolton Conservatory, um, which is a really cool. I mean, honestly, it's it's like one of the coolest buildings I think I've ever been in, which yeah. I think is the thing that everybody talks about first. And it is kind of weird, like walking around with, I mean, the building has been there, like the school was established over a hundred years ago, but the actual building that we're in is not, is like three years shy, I think of a hundred years old. And, um, you definitely feel that in the theater in some areas. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but it is just really neat and it's kind of crazy walking around with, uh, like a whole thing of keys that are skeleton keys it's just really yeah. interesting like this is an actual key that i use and it's not a prop <laughs> now i will say it has been um from my perspective such a pleasure to see you sort of like when you get off work or we on the few occasions that we've met up like just how much of a light there is still yeah. in you and it doesn't feel like you've been beaten down by the, the day <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think that I kind of worked myself into a rut professionally there for a little while. Mm-hmm. Not saying that, like, where I was working before, I, I was I was incredibly blessed to have the job that I had. Um, I was working for a, a super awesome school. I was working with Alexandria Country Day School, and it was a private school, and they had me on as their fine arts teacher, and it was awesome. It's just not, that's just not really what I do, you know? Yeah. I mean, I like theater is the thing that I love and it's like this really great, great passion of mine. And, you know, most of the kids there, it was a private school. They're all, I'm not saying that they're all super well off or anything like that, but they have people that are in their corner in Mm -hmm. some kind of way. Yeah. Well, Cody, do you want to tell the people what you've done? I feel like this might've been both of us. (laughs) 
<laughs> it certainly was. Actually, I don't think it was either of us. No, no, it's definitely my computer. Um, we lost about 25 minutes of a conversation. Yeah, we just went, we, I cannot tell you the amazing, beautiful things that we just said. Yeah. And the compliments yeah. <laughs> that we gave to people. I mean, Marie Dunning, who works with me, yeah. she got a lot of, a lot of praise mm. that no one will ever hear. Nope. Not um, now. I, I don't know. I can try. I can try to. I go do remember back. what you said, though. You said it was so cool to show kids that being an artist is a viable career path. Yes. And that you guys are artists and you're doing the thing outside of school. Yes. To teach these kids. All right. So we'll attempt to rehash <laughs> a conversation that, in all honesty, I thought was going really well. I, did I was like, man, this is awesome. We were, it was like firing all cylinders. Like, this is when the podcast is at its best. Like, all of a sudden, I was like, this might be running a little long. I look back, <laughs> oh no, this thing is not. It's so good. It's so good. All right. So anyway, yes, I'm working at Bolton. Bolton is a title one school. It is amazing to be able to bring the opportunities that we have there to bring the type of conservatory education into this particular group of people. Mm -hmm. Um, And to also to work with such amazing faculty members. We have a lot of new faculty members there. We have Marie Dunning, who's the choir teacher and Jasmine Johnson, who is the orchestra teacher. And like, what a, what a great opportunity to basically have a part of your day where your kid goes to school and they basically are being taught like alongside of their core, core language, their core classes. I mean, like they get to go and take an hour break and play violin. Yeah. And learn how this instrument. I mean, I see that. And what I see as a parent looking in is like, that is money in the bank. <laughs> like you can, yeah. Like you, you know how to play a string instrument. You go make some money. And well, the other thing the is, same is thing like with no one will ever take that skill away from yeah, you. Yeah, once you have it, it's there forever. And I don't know. And just Jasmine's such a good teacher, and she connects so well with the kids, and so does Marie. And it's just I'm just very excited to work with them at this place. Mm-hmm. And like being able to, we talked, we talked about how. Uh, <laughs> This is so fun. Um, we were talking <laughs> what about are our how, bullet points in the conversation we've already I know, just like this. We did it really well last time. We're just going to hit it really f- quick and dirty. Yeah. Um, we, were do- <laughs> we, we, we were talking about how great it is. Like, I forgot how much fun it is to teach acting classes. Mm-hmm. And like being, even though they're at seven in the morning, like being able to teach an acting class with a group of people who like I was honestly kind of worried that they wouldn't necessarily like dig what I was going to be doing because a lot of them have been in this program. Now this is like, I have a lot of seniors in there and even though we have a lot of other, we, they're not all seniors, but yeah, 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 I, know I do have mean. a lot of seniors and that's kind of got to be scary for them. But as I was teenagers though, you some, have the walls up. I don't want to look stupid yeah. in front of all these other people. But so. I was expecting a little bit of animosity because you know, change whenever you're a senior in your what you're expecting is hard and i'm basically coming into the thing that they love and being like we're doing this my way now right well that that would be so interesting too because you would have had a much different reaction say if your um um mentor there uh richard courtney had suddenly been replaced in your life with someone new oh yeah much different reaction rocked my world yeah 
And I know that there was some of that with some of the kids just because I am a very different person than who was there before. Mm -hmm. And especially in what they are to expect. But I've been so like happy because the kids have been supremely supportive of not only each other throughout this process and doing these acting classes and getting to experience this type of programming the way that the program is now moving. But they're also they've also been really supportive of me and like taking a chance and doing the things that I'm asking them to do with these acting classes because you know before it was you know you you have theater as a subject mm -hmm. and in all honesty that could go so many different ways you you can have theater history like so many different subjects could be taught under that blanket but this is listed in there as an acting class and. I guess I, I wasn't really prepared um, in the way of I, I was prepared to teach an acting class, but they th were thinking that it was going to be rehearsal. Yeah. And I don't necessarily understand that that logic. But from what I understand, this is kind of a thing that's done everywhere or, or at least in the schools that we're surrounded by. Mm -hmm. Um. I, I can't speak to anything else. And, you know, I may not be right. I don't go to those schools. I don't work there. So but this is just, but that's what not I the education and training that you've had, right? It's not the education and training that I've had or that I want to give. So I look at an acting class as we're doing this acting class so that you can have some building blocks to use in rehearsal. It's not a baked in free hour of rehearsal every day for me. And then we're going to meet again after school to rehearse. I mean, there's no way for for the kids to grow necessarily. I mean, then you're just you're if they're only ever working towards a show, then they're never actually building, but getting the building blocks to build on their craft. It's like just really line regurgitation. It's line regurgitation. And one of the amazing things about a conservatory program is that you're in there to become a working artist. Like that is the point of going to a conservatory based program. It is an intensive training so that you, you know, whenever you go to college, if that's your chosen path, you're prepared. If you don't go to college and you want to go straight into doing this into the world, you're prepared. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not, it's not like, I, I don't know. The only way that I can think of it is it's the exact opposite of being in a club at school. Mm -hmm. Like, I think a lot of people are, well, well, you know, I'm in, I'm on drumline and this is awesome and I will always have this drumline experience in school and I think a lot of other schools um and a lot of other people that I know anyway that were in like theater in high school look at it as almost like oh this was my little like social club that I was in like I loved theater loved hanging out with theater people we were yeah, crazy what is we a were beta so club fun. what is I, that nobody knows <laughs> <laughs> some greek thing who knows just grades um <laughs> But they, they, but they also perform at beta clubs. Like it's the, the weird, yeah. I, I don't know. Anyway, who knows? Moving on. Why would you do this to me? Um, but I mean, at like so, so I, the a other, laser point. I know it's awful. <laughs> um, so, so you have these other other things that are kind of like theater clubs, and it's great. And you know, some people decide through doing that and being a part of this that they want to continue forward, and so then they they go and they study. Um. And they just have that great experience. But what I love about the conservatory program is that it treats it like it is real. You mm -hmm. know, it's not, this isn't like goof around time, I guess, is the only thing I can think about it. It's like, we are going to learn how to really do this 
as a career. Yeah. And this is what it is like when you are working to be an artist first. Now, I will say, um, because of the conversations, and maybe you don't want to touch on this, and maybe you want me to cut this out, um, as far as what was happening before is many of the kids were forced into being a part of every single show. Yeah. If you were in, well, if you were, it became became actual work and not just even a, like you were kind of touching on, maybe it's just a social program, but it's, 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 it's more or less like now this becomes like a thing that I have to do and sacrifice. These are the things that I want to do too. Mm -hmm. I mean, I definitely don't think there's anything wrong with talking about this. It's, not the way that the program is anymore. And for the time, you know, the, I didn't want the, to put you up on a, in a place where no, you, I mean, to- other people are, other people are putting, um, trying to put the, the other people were trying to put a program together. And so I can kind of understand where their heads were at in the way of like, we have to figure out a way to make sure that we have people in these shows. How can we do that? Oh, it's for a grade now. And everyone has to be in it. <laughs> Guaranteed. Now, now yeah. we have, now we have kids. Um, and for a lot of them, that's that's awesome. Like maybe that's a great way to run your program. But I just look at things a little bit differently. I think I, I just want to make sure that everyone who is there wants to be and that they're there for the right reasons. Um, and I'm not taking away from or putting anything on what anyone else is doing or has done in the past. But I just want I want moving forward, which is like all I can concentrate on. Um because I will say like somebody stepping into a program, one thing that I've learned is it's really easy to constantly look at the decisions of other people and bang your head up against the wall and be like, why, why, why? Um, but it is, <laughs> it is difficult to only concentrate on. I can't focus on the past. <laughs> yeah. I can only think of this is the way that I think it should be done. And the way that I feel is in the best interest of the actual student and the program moving forward. Yeah. Because High school theater, you know, whether people want to say it or not, is there to prepare people for the next step, just like any other form of education. You start in elementary school, you're prepared for the next step, the next grade, all the time, to middle school, to high school, to college, or Votech school, or wherever it is. Like, you're always preparing for the next thing, which is what is great about the conservatory, is that it is literally preparing people for college. I mean, my like absolute goal and and I would be so over the moon is if I could bring my friends from some of the bigger theater universities into our town and actually have a conservatory showcase for them that these oh, kids that get would to be really cool audition. I know for the college and even though some of these kids may not want to do that, but as somebody who when they graduated high school had zero interest in going to college and even though I like struggle with the fact that I have to, you know, wrap my head around paying for what I did. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad that I was honestly convinced to do it because I would not have done it if no one would have pushed me in that direction. Mm -hmm. Like there's no way that I would have done it. I would have, I would have just been like, I'm just going to go be famous because I, you're, which is what I'm sure so many people do. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're 18. You just don't understand as far as like, oh, I need to be prepared or, you know, I'm not saying that that's for everyone. But I could do what Brad Pitt does. It's yeah, whatever. of course. I could have just gotten in my car and driven to California and immediately <laughs> gotten a movie. No big deal. Like, wouldn't even have to move into an apartment. I don't, I don't. Well, okay. 
even if that did happen, but I don't think that's his story. That but is when his you story. Look like legit Brad Pitt, though. Story. When you look like him, totally different. He's legit his story. And I'm not saying that you don't look good. I'm not saying that you're an unattractive <laughs> man. I'm just saying you're not as attractive as Brad Pitt. I'm pretty sure he drove a beaten up truck to California and it died. And he like stepped out of it. And they were like, you're famous now. <laughs> I think that's Cary Grant. You leave your old life behind with this broken truck. The, uh, I think they found him. He was his first movie that he was working. I think he was like selling chicken at as like a, one of those sign spinner people. Yeah. But anyway, neither here nor there. Who knows? But you're an attractive man. I want you to know that. (laughs) (laughs) But what's, what's, I'm just, I'm just really stoked about the school. I'm really stoked about the program and the future of it. And I see like all of these amazing things that could be there. And, you know, I just think how awesome it is because we have a, we do have a really big theater crowd in our community in all honesty and how awesome it would be to get, kids at our school that were coming there because they wanted to learn how to do this professionally yeah and to like absolutely be so prepared to kill it at their college auditions and move forward through that and and you know just have all of the tools in their toolbox that they possibly can as a high schooler now one of the things i will say because i've seen you work with kids is that you're very hands-on um when it comes and even in the like the sort of acting class that we had done during the lockdown covid era of our lives um the the seeing you and and being very hands-on you're not just telling people to do things and expecting things you're showing them you're giving these examples and and just even the way that you're kind of talking about like these kids and their futures you don't want it to just be about today. You want to build them so that tomorrow they can do the next thing and that they can become famous and donate money back to the school (laughs) and the conservatory. I'm more, you want them to go in a beaten up truck, get out and like, Oh, you're famous. famous." (laughs) I'm hoping for, I am hoping for happy future artists that are well-trained and have a grasp on what acting actually is. And what would be great. And this would be so cool is that, you know how you have gone on to work professionally and you came back here and it's so great that you're bringing this to a community, to a title one school mm-hmm. and that, and, and it's sort of the thing that you really love to like, you really love to dig in and to have all of these sort of seeds like on a dandelion, almost like, uh, is that the thing where you, sp- you blow? No, you blow the thing and the, yeah, yeah, the little yeah, seeds yeah, go yeah, away. Yeah, is it dandelion? Yeah. yeah. That's not it. Daffodil. Def- no. <laughs> <That's something laughs> anyway, you, you like blow the seeds out into the wind and you see them like spread. And like, what if they end up in these communities? Because they will always have that skill set of yeah. learning acting techniques and they get that itch to just go on to become an actor in their community. And they might start their own play on theater company in a town. Patent pending. Play on Copyright. theater company too. Yes, but it's just like having that sort of spread out into the world is what we so desperately need. Yeah, I mean, it's it's it is a very good feeling leaving at the end of the day. It's just being like having that happiness and knowing that you know what I feel like I'm actually somewhere where I can make some sort of a difference, and I love the people that I work with, and I adore the kids that go to school there, and like even the kids that make me feel crazy sometimes because you see I mean it in a way it's a little harder with the older kids because you see the pitfalls that they're going towards because Mm -hmm. you also did the same thing and you're like if I could just 
fix you. <laughs> so you didn't do the things that I did. It's like, I know you're not going to hear um, a word I'm saying. Yeah, I'm going to say it anyway. But also like being able to work in this amazing theater. I mean, Bolton's theater, this high school's theater is honestly like a treasure trove of things. It's so cool. It's, I mean, it is, it was really cool uh, because you had given me like a tour before you've made all the changes that you have already. You're giving me a tour and it was, I, I like stood on that stage and I just saw out of the crowd, seats. Yeah, 1700 yeah. seats, but I just saw all of the different stories that you're going to tell on that stage. Yeah. I saw it. I, I, I can't explain like what I felt in that moment. I was like, I can feel it. There's magic that's going to happen here. And I'm so excited I'm about excited the future. Too. I'm excited for the kids. I mean, the, they have been eating up these acting classes. And not just, just you. Really I mean, like, it, but yeah, you no, in the I conservatory. Um, I understand what you mean, but just the kids have been so good about these acting classes and they've just been going on this journey. And honestly, I, we had done a couple of acting classes and they did their audition technique classes and then they auditioned for the show and we had some, um, other people in the room with us. So it wasn't just, uh, just me, but they all came in and they auditioned in a way that they had never auditioned before. And they had this brand new like way of doing things and they all, handled it with such like grace and professionalism. I was so proud of them and I'm so excited for the future because I just saw in watching those auditions, all the, the cool things that we could do because of the talent that was already there. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm super stoked about it. I just think it's going to be absolutely awesome. I bet. And even seeing the kids in the acting class, watching them grow. Oh yeah. They've day already one. grown so much and we've yeah. only been doing this for four weeks. You know, it's just, it's just, wild um and uh we've been doing some updates to the theater so one of the things about this particular space is it initially like in the the original build of the theater was not built to be a theater and they kind of took over this big giant empty room and turned it into a theater space in a renovation somewhere along the way and so you find some very interesting architectural decisions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, like the the curved dressing rooms that go into this weird curved triangle. Um, you were like, here's the dressing room. It was like, why does it Yes, it's very it? interesting. Like I mean, Willy it's Wonka's really like cool. <laughs> dressing they have rooms. these like 10 foot tall windows that are these single pane window, <laughs> wooden windows. This is so old and. I mean, it's just really, really an interesting space. And so like figuring out ways, which I also like to do, of taking this thing that already exists and not being able to change the architectural integrity because it is basically a historic building, um, but also updating it and making it useful for the kids. Because honestly, when I went in there before, I was looking at the way that things were put together and it made me feel kind of sad. But it also showed me how much these kids really love it because they yeah. were willing to do things like we are stuck with the way this is. Yeah. They, <laughs> they were just, they were just okay to use, you know, dressing rooms that were so full or like, you know, that with just things not necessarily in the right spot. Um, for the, because they wanted to do the show that bad. And it just, to me, that, that just shows me that they have so much heart and that they're, that they're so into it and that it just makes me excited to kind of clean things up a little bit and give them spaces that can really be theirs. Like they didn't have a green room before. So like finding a space in there that can be their space yeah. or that they can 
relax before the show and that they can feel good about this being like their home because it should be a safe space for them to explore and to build. And also outside of that, like being able to use <laughs> um, the the much needed renovations or small, I, I guess, uh, I don't know what you call the, the like handyman jobs, but the small like need needs of the theater that needs to be fixed um, to be able to use those things as a teaching moment for the tech theater class so that you can teach kids to use drills. I'm like <laughs> we really need to fix this. So this is our opportunity. Yeah. Like I'm, we're now going to get really good at painting or we're now going to get really good at, you know, learning how to use this drill and then being able to use those things where they feel invested in the actual building and taking that and being like, look, you helped make this thrust on the stage and integrate it into the actual stage. And that's always going to be you like that is you like you are leaving your mark. It's not about like the teeth. Everybody always like, well, the teacher left this mark on this is, yeah, you know, that this person did this, but the kids are actually being able to do that. Like they're leaving their, their, a, a piece of themselves. Yeah. It's like space. when people lay uh concrete, well, you, you know, kind of like here when like people you sign your name, yeah. yeah, you sign your name in the concrete sort of deal. It is like that. And I feel like that they feel a lot more connected to the space in this way now too. And, you know, just being able to, for them to walk in and to be able to see it, not even just whenever there's a setup there, you know, and that's going to continue because there are a lot of things that we're going to continue to change. Just, you know, the theater hasn't really been updated since the probably sixties. And so we're doing some, some much needed zhuzhing. <laughs> so I'm excited for people to come and Such see the space. Turning on the Tiffany lights. Yeah. The, oh my God. Like being able to have a theater in a high school that has antique Tiffany house lights. Like that is wild. And they're beautiful. I was shocked to come into your house tonight and not see and them not anywhere. See them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, I don't know what you're talking about. There were no Tiffany lights in that theater. <laughs> Is that what we were floating sheet rock all week? So weird. <laughs> oh man, I would be too scared. I've already thought about the terror of having to replace the light bulbs. Like it's just so scared already. Um anyway, I'm just I'm really pumped about the job. Even even though that it came in kind of this extremely, you know, life being in this weird change. But it is really cool being able to have our theater company have our family, like the start of, of our family, like on its way. And also Mine, yours, to be Amanda and Lex's family. <laughs> exactly. Is it is growing. Um, and being able to also have this program at this high school that has all this opportunity. So I, I just feel like I'm surrounded by so much opportunity and potential in every aspect of my life right now, which is really cool. Yeah. It's crazy because I really was kind of thinking about, you know, coming over here tonight and what we were going to talk about. And I assumed that we would touch on Orient Express and, and your new job at Bolton. And I just kind of thought back to the seeds of when we started uh, basically play on theater company. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, 2020 hits, we come to a grinding halt and it started with one thing. And now we have all of these things going on at one time. Yeah. Like we, we gave that all up and we're doing the podcast and we're doing our, you know, play on show. You're doing conservatory show and, you know, this whole family is starting and it's just this very exciting and, and brilliant time. And it's like life is just growing in every aspect. 
And we have been fortunate enough to surround ourselves with such loving people. Yeah. Both on stage, both and 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 definitely off stage for sure. And and I'm just really grateful personally. Mm-hmm. So to anybody that is a part of our family in any kind of way, thank you so much. Yeah, what do you say? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That being said, Only though, one of us. That being said, though, gets to say things like that. That's all I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, you get real emotional. That's true. That being said, though, um, because the family is growing, we don't necessarily know when we'll be able to sit down and maybe do this again. It might be a minute. I'm gonna be honest. It yes. might be a minute, especially since we lost 20 minutes. Uh, we might have been able to do two, but <laughs> was this n- is not happening that now. Opportunity was shot. It's not happening now because so, uh, two of us in the room are probably going to be awake at five. A- well, I'm going to be awake at five a.m. So. I'm always awake at five a.m. So, and there you go. So, but I, um, you know, th- we'll still be doing the podcast. It's we will be doing away. the podcast. Just, it is just like going to be a bit different. there there in, in the coming days will be uh, a, a new baby girl yeah. in, in the world. And that's so exciting. It is so exciting. And I'm sure you've received much unsolicited advice about how you'd better rest now. <laughs> Were you about to tell me that? <laughs> no, God say like, first off, I'm not a parent. I wouldn't know what that would be like. <laughs> I get plenty of sleep. Um, we'll just call you and be like, Chris, we need to take a nap. <laughs> and I'll be over in you just need a, to come over a heartbeat. <laughs> but that being said, I just wanted to let people know for sure that um, we're not done with the podcast, obviously. Yeah, we, we might just don't know the time. Have lines. a little break. Yeah. We just don't know the timelines. And of course, it would be really great to be able to do some Orient Express stuff and like we did with Little Women. Like that would be really awesome. But also. This will definitely afford me the opportunity because um, Orient Express has a lot of sound effects and it's a, lot, yeah, yeah. It, it's, a it's a it's a very light and sounds heavy show. But you know, it shows you that every single thing that you learn along the way, even the things that you don't necessarily know, like, oh, I'm learning this, you know, like you may not be keyed into it like that. Like this was kind of a thing that we did for fun. Yeah. And it was like interesting. It was like, well, this is kind of cool. We'll figure this out. But now you know how to do all this stuff and you're just like, hey, I'm doing the show and I'm using all these skills that you learn by doing this other thing. I just I just think it's such an amazing thing about theater. Like yeah, if I wouldn't have everything that you see and do and learn can be used in it. That's why it's just so you utilize it all. Yeah. Just and it doesn't matter what it is. Like every single skill that I feel like I pick up along the way. Like, and, and vice versa, if I learn it in the theater, I mean, uh, maybe that's why our house looks the way it does, but anything that needs to be fixed here, <laughs> it's fixed in the way that I learned to do it in the theater. I'm you just hang a curtain over. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to staple this black fabric and turn the lights off. Like, he's like, what happened in this room? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Don't happened. worry about it. I stapled that black fabric to the wall. <laughs> And I turn the lights off. Nobody she will ever need. She would be so mad. Nobody will ever she see. She used it. a staple. <laughs> <laughs> They're all in my wall. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, but I'm stoked. I'm really super pumped to see Orient Express in October. Me too. And I'm very uh, excited to see the Adam's family in November. Yeah, Adam's family's in November. It'll be really fun. It's our first show, which doesn't feel like any pressure at all. Um, but it is our, it's, it's kind of my first show there, but I'm so, so it's going to be so cool because Bolton already looks like the house where the Adams family lives. Yeah. So it's like, it already works it's like a castle. Um, 
So immersive theater. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Ty had a really great idea for us to have a Adam's family, like family night where we basically invite people to an Adam's family wake and have a funeral. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> like somewhere in that building would be so awesome. If but. you need me to be a body and to sleep for a few hours, <laughs> you know, all I got to do is eat. I'll that's, be out for true. hours. Yeah. I could just feed you. Yeah. Um, no, we were talking about getting a cake in the shape of a person and making it out of red velvet. <laughs> <laughs> like we've come up with a lot of really good, probably Look, terrible ideas. Was your like, best you bet is to have like, some, you know how they have the, 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 the head on a tray and they'll mm. like remove the, the silver thing. And that's what you should have. Oh, I mean, a whole body have. cake is a lot. We were thinking of a body. Just a head. Would we be were easier. even like, we should have some really like, old watered down community coffee in a dispenser in there. Like even the coffee is funeral home coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and we could say like coffee donated by like Hickson brothers or something. Like oh in town. man. <laughs> so like a, a fully immersive comment. experience, just a full immersive experience. Like where's the pimento cheese? You Actually know? you tell people that it's community, but serve them Folgers. Oh yeah. There it is. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Oh, but anywho, so hey, um, I say I'll see you next time. Is that what we're saying? I'll see you around, kid. Yeah.